watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining me today. And uh, I would like to uh, talk to you about abiding in Christ. And so I thought we would go to the 15th chapter of John and verse 7. It says, if you abide in me. This is such a powerful verse. If you abide in me, and then he says, and my words abide in you. He says, then you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. And he said, herein, or this is how my Father is glorified, that ye bear much fruit, and so shall ye be my disciples. Uh, I wanted to give you the definition of abide. It means to remain. It means not to depart or leave. It actually means to live or to dwell. They're all synonymous with each other, but it's really just talking about you fix a place in God, and that's where you stay. And so the first part of this verse, the Lord says, if you abide in me, he didn't say, if I abide in you, because really abiding in Christ is our responsibility. The Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't, he doesn't leave. Uh, the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, moves as it lists, but the Father is permanent. And he says, if you'll just abide in me, if you'll live in me, that means that uh, I think too many too many Christians visit God. And most of the time, the only visit is when they need God to give them something. They need to ask God to do something. But the Lord said, I'm looking for people who live where I live, that they just don't periodically come. And so he really hammers this home. He says, if you abide in me. Um, one scripture says that if we will obey the commandments of the Lord, he said, then I and my Father will make our abode with you. He said, if you'll walk in my commandments. When individuals keep the commandments of the book, and one, uh, one scripture talks about this. He says, the way that you show that you love me, he says, if you really love me, he said, you'll keep my commandments. And so Jesus takes it farther and he said, if you will walk in the commandments of the Lord, and one scripture says this, said they're not grievous, they're not overbearing, they're not impossible to keep. He said, then I and my Father both will make our abode with you. And it's a wonderful thing when you know that God lives with you. And um, the, the next part of this verse is, is really what I want to deal with because it really came up in my spirit in prayer. The Lord said, if you fix your position and you abide in me, he said, and my words abide in you. So he's given us a formula here because I, I want to deal with frustrations of not having prayers answered here in a moment. He says, then you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Um, two things before we get to unanswered prayers. 
because we just read this. What happens when you abide in Christ? The Bible says this, that you bear fruit. And um, when the scripture says that we, he says, here is my father glorified. I looked this up. When we bear fruit in our lives, this is what glorify means. Then we create worship for God. We create honor for God and we praise God. Uh, in Galatians, it talks about that there is the fruit of the Spirit, and it gives you the list of what those fruits are. And in John, he said, herein you glorify the Father when you abide in Christ and his words abide in you, he said, then you bear much fruit. There are a lot of people that don't bear fruit in their life because the Word of God does not abide in them. The words of the Lord do not abide in them. And so um, when Jesus was baptized, and I think it's the first chapter of John, when Jesus was baptized, the Bible said that the Holy Spirit came and he made his abode with Christ. That moment, the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus and the Bible said, it abode on him, or he abided on Christ. And so when you read about the ministry of Jesus and we think of all of these supernatural things that he did, I mean, he's walking on water, he's raising dead people, he's commanding leprosy to leave. And we think, how is that possible? But Jesus spoke this. He said, the words that I speak, are not mine, he said, but they're the words that I hear my father speak or the works that I see my father do. Um, so now I wanna, I wanna go back because Mark eleven twenty four. 24, we quote this all the time and it says, you know, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed and whatsoever things you desire when you pray, you shall have those things. So how many times have you and I we have followed this equation and we've declared something and it's not happened. I think that a lot of times it's because what we're asking isn't what the word of God is, is in our lives. We're, it's our own words. And John or James 4.3 says this, you ask and you receive not because you ask amiss. And the word amiss here means the desire for, for pleasure. And so just because in prayer you declare something doesn't mean it's gonna happen. Because we go back to my text verse and Jesus said, if you abide in me, and he said, and then my words abide in you, then you can ask. And so our position in Christ allows us then to have the words of God in our spirit. And so then when we begin to pray, we're no longer praying according to the flesh. We're not asking for just desires of pleasure to be fulfilled, but automatically what we speak becomes the words of Jesus Christ. It's like Christ praying through us. In fact, the Bible talks about this. It says the Holy Ghost will pray through you making intercession with groanings which cannot be uttered. When you become one with Jesus Christ, then automatically 
the words of Jesus live in you. So when you begin to pray, you're no longer praying out of the soulish realm. You're no longer praying out of uh, natural desires, but the Holy Ghost consumes you. He takes over you. And when you're praying, the Spirit of God, the words of Jesus Christ begin to come out of your mouth. This is why some prayers are answered and some are not, because some are prayed and they are declaring what God is saying. And then other times, you know, there are, there are many prayers that God doesn't answer. Sometimes it's a blessing to us because we look down the road and think, wow, if God would have given me that, it would have been disastrous. But it comes back to praying in the spirit of the Lord. Uh, Luke 4, 4 says, we don't live by bread alone, but the way that we live is by the word of God. Not just survive, but we live by the word of God. And over the years, I realized that it takes a long time to reach that maturity in the Lord to where no longer we speak our own desires, but we speak the words of Jesus Christ. Jesus made this statement. He said, it's not the natural things that satisfy me but he said, it is to do the will of my Father. That's what makes me happy. And the longer I serve the Lord, the more I realize that my joy is seeing God's dreams come true. My fulfillment is advancing the kingdom of God, knowing that we have a far greater reward in heaven, an eternal weight of glory that God has not yet revealed uh, to us. And, you know, the, the Pharisees really believed, you know, that they were God's chosen people and they had a religious system, but it denied Jesus. And Jesus told the Pharisees one day, told the Jews, he says, the Father's word doesn't abide in you because you don't believe in me. Just, just because we declare something doesn't mean God has to answer it. The key is, what is the source of the words that we are speaking? And it goes back to Jesus said, if my words live in you, remain in you, he said, then when you begin to speak and you begin to pray, he said, you can ask anything in my name. And the reason that this works is because when you become saved and you become sold out to Jesus Christ, uh, Jesus said this, he said, I am my father and one. I think it was Thomas that said, Lord, show us the father. And he said, Philip or Thomas, he said, have I been with you so long? Don't you know that when you see me, you've seen the father? What he was saying was we are so one that we mirror each other. There is a place in God that you can reach that you and Christ become so one that from that time on, 
you no longer speak of yourself or you no longer speak for the old man or the old man no longer declares for things that are not of God. But when you pray, you're praying in the spirit, you're walking in the spirit, you're declaring the words of Jesus Christ. And when we do that, when we become in the will of the Lord and we declare the word of God, it's like Jesus is in the earth and he is declaring through us the spoken word of God. Oh, may the words of God forever abide in us. I don't want to just be in Christ, but I want the words of Jesus to abide in me that I can look at the enemy and say, I bind you in Jesus' name. And he's bound. Why? Because Christ spoke it through me. He spoke it through you. So I want to encourage you, find that place that you just don't live in Christ, but the words of Jesus live in you. And that out of your belly, hallelujah, begins to flow the words of Jesus. And that's where life comes from. That's where authority comes from. You can live at this level. This is possible for every believer. You hold on to the word of God, ask God, Lord, talk through me, pray through me, declare through me thy will, and he will do it. God bless you today. I hope this short Bible study has helped you and encouraged you. Stay strong in the Lord. I'll see you next week. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.